You're listening to the Manchester Vineyard Podcast. We'd love for you to join us. To discover more about who we are, where we meet, and how you can connect with us, head to manchestervineyard.org or follow the link in the podcast description. Well, guys, should we, should we come back together? Eddie, do you want to come and join me? I'm delighted we've got uh, Edgar King joining us this morning. Um, Eddie is the National Director of Vineyard Churches in Kenya, also leads a church out there. He was over this week for um, a gathering of the National Directors of the Vineyard from all over the world and happened to be in London and therefore came and saw us. What can I say about you, Eddie? He's a Man United fan, so we've got to pray for him. Let's not even go there. We could get lost in that in the moment. Um, it's been hard, hasn't it, been here? Because it's been cold. Oh, well, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, that's good. You've had every piece of weather going yeah. and Manchester weather. But um, I've, I've had to lend him a massive coat. You know, like, oh, goodness, what is going on here? <laughs> Mate, let me pray for you. Is that all right? Father, thank you for Eddie. Thank you for what you're doing with him and through him internationally, but also in Kenya and also in the church that he leads. And I just pray for a grace and favour upon him. Thank you that he's um, spared the time to be with us. And I thank you for his friendship to us as a church. Thank you for also what you've put on him for us this morning. And I pray that we would have hearts willing to hear and obey and attune to it. And Lord, just bless him because you want to bless him. Bless him and bless him and bless him. Amen. We're all yours. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. Okay, so I just realized. <laughs> I am learning to be organized. So it's all unfolding as you watch. Um, um, so, oh, yeah, I I promise it'll get better. Wait, let me just... Josh, yeah. Is this online? (laughs) Well, so greetings from my team. They actually did greet you. Uh, And because I'll make them watch this, just shout a greeting back, okay? Greetings from my team. Yes, awesome. That's working well. Um, So... um, England has been so good. I, I first came, uh, visited six years, six years ago, and every time I've come, it's been such a blessing. The things uh, uh, God has spoken over me, the friendships I've been able to develop. And so this year, this time wasn't any different. Experienced snow for the first time. Turns out it was unexpected. I didn't know that. And so I ran into a room and went, It's snowing! And uh, one of my friends said, oh, yes, it is. I'm like, no, I love it. Um, but, of course, that came with, uh, with very low temperatures. This is unusual. You know, when you think it's warm and it's 17 degrees, that's a cold night in Kenya. So, but strangely, two days ago, it got, because I, I, the temperatures haven't changed, uh, but I just feel quite, quite all right until I walk out of the house. <laughs> and then it's a different story. As an outsider, um, I, 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 with no bias at all, I have um, I've come with a decision on, you know, uh, I had a proper afternoon tea finally, and it's, it's cream, then jam. Yeah. Right. You can't have it, you can't have it the other way, 
you know. But if you, if you have to be English about it, then because you split the biscuit in two, there's a scone, uh, then do one of each, right? <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway, so it's been quite the journey. Um, yeah, I, I remember, um, yeah, I've been here once before, but I remember being aware of this church plant, uh, you know, from the time Paul and Steph moved to Manchester and um, at that time, I had only met uh, uh, Steph's mom and dad, and we prayed for this uh, for this church plant. And it, it was so amazing to come finally, uh, 2019, and be here and just see all the things God has done. It's so good to be back and see faces I know, like, I know you! Um, and so, you know, all, all that, that entire journey from launching a church to planting teams, I was talking to Andy and just seeing how the worship team has grown. This is so good. And, um, you know, uh, uh, all of you, like with the rest of the world, uh, uh, you know, pushed through COVID. And as a church community, to see, to see you gathered again, it's a blessing. Um, I've loved uh, just watching from afar what God is doing doing through the 422 and you know I'm, I'm also very aware that that again yeah you're always stepping into um uh, new seasons again so I just want to possibly speak a bit into that and um we'll have some time to just respond to what God might be doing um so I want to read from Joshua so that you know at least it's it's a legal meeting um <laughs> Uh, Joshua 3, 5 to 8, um, <clears throat> in the Necessary and Vineyard Version. Uh, Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass, pass on ahead of the people. So they, they took it up and went ahead of them. And then the Lord said to Joshua, um, Okay, I told you, it's all unfolding as you watch. Uh, the Lord said to Joshua, today I will exalt you. It's not responding. Today I will, today I will, uh, I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel. So, the, uh, okay. Yeah, we, okay. In the eyes of all Israel, so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, go and stand in the river. Then uh, Joshua said to the Israelites, come here and listen to the words of Yahweh your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you, that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, Hittites, uh, Hivites, Perizzites, Geshites, and all many Itesites. Uh, see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose 12 men from every tribe, one from each tribe. And as soon as the priest will carry the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan and its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and, and stand up in a heap. Um, so, you, you know, the, the generation that... that Joshua was leading had heard stories of of a similar situation where God God part the waters, but it was yet again a, a, a new season as they were cross, uh, crossing again, and I just want to you know make a few notes from that because it it does feel not only for 
you know, all the church, because COVID changed everything. It changed a lot. Um, and, and, you know, uh, seasons of life are changing, but also Manchester is, uh, Vineyard is stepping into very new things. And so I just want to um, make a few th- uh, notes from, from that scripture. And one is, you know, there's always a setting apart. There's always a consecration. Um, you know, I, I think after, after, doing, after doing church for a long time, it's easy to feel exhausted. It's easy to feel like, well, we've been here before. We've done this before. And I think there's an invitation to, again, set yourself apart, to, to intentionally make the decision that I'm going to journey with God and with this church community and with my family into a different season. That's, that's the idea that, that, that comes to my mind. Set yourself apart. It has to be intentional. It has to be a decision you make. Uh, it has, there's an invitation to make a renewed commitment uh, in order to step into the, the road that is ahead of us. And it's possible, it's possible to not realize that we, we, we aren't set apart. I'm just thinking, sometimes... After journeying for a season, the hopes that have, have not been fulfilled can bring disillusionment. You know, whether it was COVID or whether, you know, you, you got into this journey uh, with the rest of the team or with your family. You, you were excited and, yes, let's go for everything God has called us for. And, and, and you've seen so much that God has, has fulfilled. And then there's sometimes just things that, that, that didn't go as planned. And, and those, disillu- uh, those hopes that haven't been fulfilled can cause us to be disillusioned. And I think the Israelites, some of them might have felt the same. And God told Joshua, hey, tell them to set themselves apart again. Tell them to make up their mind that they are for God. And um, it'll, the next season will look different. You've launched into new things before. Now, it's easy to then go, oh, but this is how it always looks like. The Israelites had been here, uh, had crossed the sea before. They had memory of it. The first time, the, the sea split and then they crossed. Now God is asking them to put their feet on the, on, on the waters first and then they'll cross. It will look different. And God is very creative. Let's not limit God like, well, he's always done it this way. Well, last time you did it this way. Last time I fasted for 40 days like Jesus, I've never been able to do that. I'm still working on becoming more like Jesus. Um, you know, you, I did this and then you did this. I prayed this long and, and God's going, well, you know, I, I am creative. I am creative. It's going to look different. And as I was just praying through this, I felt, I felt that s- some might be in a in a place where, you know, it's not that you're struggling with sin, it's not that uh, you've lost faith, but it just feels like God is silent and absent. And, and I just feel like the Lord is saying, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do something new. And you have to let go of how I did it before. I'm trying to do something new. The past needs nothing else but our honor. Like we, 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 have, we have to be full of gratitude for what God did before. We honor the way God moved before. We honor the ones God uh, uh, um, 
invited into our journey before, and now he's asking, well, will you, will you get into a new journey with me? And it will look different. The scary thing about letting go of the past is that, is that then we start to, f- to be free-flying. We, we really don't know where we're going. You know, sometimes we hold on to past patterns of even how God moved, even good things, because they kind of anchor us. I think this is why, you know, God, particularly um, through the prophet Isaiah, uh, told, told the Israelites, you remember all those things I did? Yeah, I want you to forget it. Because it's, it's, it's harder, because it feels then, when we let go of the past, it feels like we're free, free-flowing. It's like, where do I go from here? Where do I go from here? And... If we're going to step into the new seasons of, of, of God's invitation and let go of what we know uh, uh, from even how he moved before, it's going to, to take us being a people of the presence of God, a people of the wind, a people of the Holy Spirit. Because how else do we move on? <laughs> we don't... We haven't been where, where, where God is inviting us to. Your family hasn't been where God is inviting you to. This church hasn't been where God is inviting it to. So how else do you go there if the Lord doesn't lead? Or if we don't follow? And so, <clears throat> I think, and I think being, being a church and a people of the wind will often look like the images we see in the book of Acts, where constantly, constantly they would gather and, and just wait on the power of God to fall. Like we have to be the kind of people who constantly host the presence of God. So many times, oh, and they were gathered and they were, and, and, and they were prophesying and then the presence of God falls. This is the kind of people we're invited to be, both in our homes, And in this community, in our small groups, we have to constantly be the kind of people who host the presence of God. Otherwise, we will be looking at the past and going, but this is how it works. The water splits and then we walk in. And God is saying, well, actually, it might look like you stepping uh, into the river and then the water splits. But to... To step into that, we need to be a people who constantly um, host the presence of God. In the vineyard, there's this adage, um, you know, uh, the, the, the presence of God, the kingdom of God, uh, the, when the Holy Spirit uh, is moving in the room, it's like, it's like an elephant just walked in. You don't tell it where to sit, right? Just sits wherever it pleases. Well, but then it's easy to go, oh, the last time the elephant came in, it sat on the keyboard. It must really like the keyboard. Well, no, you still won't tell it where it sits. When we become a people who, who, who host the presence of God, we just, we just let him do what he does. And we, we have no idea what it will look like. You know, sometimes in, in the moments where we're hosting the presence of God, it's, it's powerful, it's chaotic, it's crazy. Not chaotic in a bad way, but really, it's, you know. Uh, and sometimes it's peaceful and calm. Whatever it is, we just... Our people say, come Holy Spirit. 
because it's only in those moments that we get we get the empowering and the vision and the life to carry us into the journey that is coming and we have to do it on repeat that's the thing and so to be to be a people of the wind to be a people of the holy spirit i think it, it constantly calls us to be a people of surrender holding loosely i'm 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 actually just charging us to hold loosely even to the things god has given us celebrate all the things that god has given us and hold them loosely just watching the father where are you going is it the kind of time where the water splits and then we walk in or are you doing something new where we we step into the water but both both times the presence of god always leads that's the thing the presence of god always leads however he call uh, however he does it whatever it ends up looking like the presence of god always leads we have to be a people who host the presence of god and so you know i've just been thinking even to myself and for our local church how is it that we often box god it's like he he's got to move in this way this has to be the way god moves and maybe that's that's the barrier for 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 the next season that's the barrier for uh keeping us from receiving or stepping into the next season because like god has to move this way well what if he's calling you into a new adventure and that can be scary because what if they continued stepping into the water and then it's like oh wow it's getting deep <laughs> what if god is calling you into a new adventure and it will take letting go of what has been um and it's you know it's not that you will make it happen you know sometimes you 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 feel these invitations from the lord whether it's when when you're gathered as a community or you know maybe it's a big adventure bigger than just giving a word of knowledge and it's not that you will make it happen when you step into obedience it's i think it's more like the father really enjoys our company he wants to do it with you the small invitations you're hearing from the holy spirit it's because the father really enjoys our company as his friends it's not it's not just that jesus is our friend he thinks of us as his friends and he enjoys your company it's like hey do you want to do you want to do this with me do you want to do this with me and we can easily we can easily just become old wineskins um Jesus in Mark 2:22 I'm not going to search it it just took a lot of time uh, <laughs> uh then I'll look a bit organized uh uh he said you know you don't put new wine into old wineskins because then it becomes a waste it it bursts and you you you've lost the wineskin and you've lost the wine um and um and if god is going to do something new in us we have to become aware of that and 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 sometimes it's 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 the change we're being invited to the boldness we're being invited to isn't because we've been bad people 
I mean, some of us are bad. No, sorry. Uh, it's, it's not. It, sometimes we are where we are precisely because we stepped into obedience. Sometimes we actually did follow Jesus to where we are. And then he's saying, okay, great. Now there's something new. And you're going, but, but you gave me this. I'm like, I did. It's now time for new wineskin. I, uh, actually, the first time I was here in the UK, um, you know, I just, I really enjoy worship, really uh, in, in song, really enjoy engaging. And as I was standing in that room full of worship leaders, I was like, I'm ready to sing. I'm ready to engage. And the Holy Spirit said, no, actually, I want you to sit down and don't sing. Like, that's unusual. And oh my word, the way God's presence was made aware to me has never been that explosive. I was, I was tender for days. And then, as if that was not a, a funny enough joke, I went into London and I'm enjoying history. I know, y'all just walk through London like, oh, it's London. Oh, my word. Walking through history and knowing what King Henry VIII might have done there. Anyway, so, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> let me behave myself. Anyway, so I'm walking through London and I just, I just hear the Lord say, I'm spoiling you, my son. And I broke down in the middle of the road. I had to be helped to cross the road. It's like, oh my goodness. That was dangerous. Someone said, the Lord is, 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 is good, but he's not safe. I felt that. I was like, I could have been hit by a car. But, but the point I'm making is, it, sometimes what, what, we've, what we've gotten used to, because we obeyed, is exactly what the Father is inviting us to let go of if we're going to step into newness. And, and the, the way old wineskins are sometimes made new is that oil, are, uh, oil is rubbed onto it over and over and over again. And I can't help but think of how much the Holy Spirit just wants to, you know, Anoint us with his presence over and over and over again. Because that's what really gets our hearts ready. That's what really gets uh, um, our souls ready for new seasons. Our souls ready for new wine. Our souls ready to step into new adventures. But the thing about rubbing stuff is that there's always friction. There's a cost. Uh, the, uh, sometimes the cost of, of saying yes to Jesus, whether, you know, it's, whether it's just receiving a word of knowledge and sharing it or, or just releasing yourself to, to experience God's love, sometimes the cost is emotional. As some of you step into new seasons, there will be a cost. And it, it might be emotional. It might be financial. It might be a cost, a, a cost to your reputation. It's, it's crazy now, you know, uh, who's this lady that is in Hong Kong? I forgot her name. Jackie. You can, everyone celebrates her now, but you can imagine what people said when she first went out there. That's, it's always the deal. That might be a cost to your legacy. There might be an invitation to let go of everything you have been to this point, even to the glory of God. Which, again, just brings us back. It's, it's a constant invitation to surrender. Surrender means God is in control and I am not. 
If Jesus is Lord, you're not. And boy, don't we want to be in control. I, I want to manage what things are happening in my life and around me and how people perceive me. But to surrender means that I am not in control. You know, I, sometimes we're like, yeah, I don't, it's good when the, when, the, when the power of God falls into the room, but then there's so many tongues and I think, I think we should just control it a little bit. Let's just, let's just be, let's just be British about it and go, and the father's saying, no, if I'm in control, you're not. Well, it's good when the power of God falls into the room, but let's be watchful of time. Now, I know time is precious, right? And when God is in control, we're not. Sometimes it's, it's I don't understand what's going on. I, I Really, the, 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 the thing I'm feeling in my heart to share just doesn't make sense. And that's one of the biggest barriers to, to actually stepping into what the Holy Spirit is calling us to. Because we want to be in control and go, yes, this makes sense. And when God is in control, we're not. What's up with all that kneeling down and falling and, and, and just weird silence? And when God is in control, we're not. When an elephant walks into the room, we don't tell it where to sit. Um, it's funny, when the, 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 the first big, uh, major outpouring of the Holy Spirit that we see in Scripture... And we love Acts 2... The world looked at these group of disciples and their conclusion was, they must be drunk. And it's easy for us to forget that that's, that's our heritage, that we receive the power of God in a way that the world looks at us and cannot make sense of what is going on. We've gotten to a place where we want to contain that. We, want to, we, don't, want, we don't want the discomfort that comes with stepping in with the Holy Spirit. We don't want to be looked like the odd ones. It's, the culture is just too harsh. But it was harsh even then. They looked at them and went, ah, they, these people are drunk. And of course, Peter wasn't British or Kenyan. And so it's, uh, he said, it's only 10 a.m. In my country, that would not be an excuse. You know? <laughs> but it, it was that bad. Or that good, right? I mean, I guess. You know, are, are we holding back because it doesn't make sense? Are we holding back because it just isn't dignified? It isn't neat? It's not how it worked before? People will ask you if you're drunk or crazy. Like, how? how, how is this God, you know? Are we holding back because it takes stepping out of your comfort zone? What will surrender look like? If there's a new season, it takes us being a people of the Holy Spirit. It takes us being a people of the wind. It takes us being a people of surrender. Um, and I just want us to uh, sp spend a bit of time. There is, right? Okay, yeah. Spend a bit of time just inviting the Holy Spirit again. We, we just want to host His presence. Um, and we don't know what it'll look like. 
We just, want to, we just want to be a people who will say yes. And my encouragement to each one of you is to surrender and not, not want control. That's hard because it's like, oh, what if I look silly? Like, yeah, you might. <laughs> but just let's surrender that. It might be total silence. Or we might get crazy. We might get a few words of knowledge uh, uh, or, or, or prophecy. We might get healing. Whatever it is, we just want to be people who say, yes, Lord. Yeah. So if you're in a position to stand, if you could stand, and then, then I think um, Paul and Steph are joining me. Yeah, great. So come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We just wait on you. Lord, I'm asking that you just break down the barriers of our hearts. I have a sense that uh, someone has had a, a, the word that came to mind is a crashing two weeks. The last two weeks have just, it, it's felt like you, you, you've been crashed. And maybe it's around family. Um, and we'd, we'd love to pray with you wherever you are. I loved it when um, Eddie was talking about how, how God enjoys us. How um, when he asks us to go with him, it's because he enjoys our company. And I wonder whether for some of you that that, that just had never occurred to you before. Mm. That he enjoys us. That he longs to draw near. He savours our our company and um, I just want to pray that over some of you as a real kind of healing balm maybe for some of you that there's almost a, a bit of a fear over what God is calling you to or may call you to in the future and if you partner with him that oh it feels scary but if you place it in in the knowledge that he enjoys you he enjoys your company He's with you, then I think that just changes everything. And in a moment, we just want to make some space to, to pray into that and pray for you if that's something that you, you resonate with. Just be comfortable with resting in his presence. Unhurried. Do you think there was something around... Um, just laying down some need to be in control. Some of that's pride. Some of that's reputation. If we have to be in control, he can't be in control. There's not room for both. I just think for some of you now, there's a laying down of that. I had a sense that for some of you, there's... Um, it's like you've, you've, you've not felt, maybe this links to what Steph was saying, it's like you've not felt you belong. Yeah. You've not found a relationship with the Father that just settles your identity. The word I got was just almost adoption. He's adopted you. Do you know what that means? 
It's his choosing. You're his treasure and his pleasure. Just, I, I just encourage you to engage if you feel you've disengaged because the, the, it's hard to explain, but the Lord almost comes in waves. You just see a wave of the Spirit of God resting on a number of you. And allow yourself to allow him to do what he's doing. Thank you, God. Some of you, that's a peace and a stillness. Some of you, that just have an awareness of just resting on you. You can see it. Mm. Come, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and just maybe to actually also just confirm part of, yeah, that part of what Paul has shared. Yeah, I also just had the sense that someone who's felt, um, did you say lack of family? And I, and, and I had a sense that it's even, even at home, uh, even with those you'd call family, you feel out of place, you feel like a stranger. And, and, and the father's saying, welcome home. Welcome home. More, more Lord. I actually think uh, it's a bit deeper than that. It's almost like uh, you, you can't feel that because of some of the bruising. You've been treated a certain way or you've, you've just not been able to be you and loved for you. Mm. And that's now become a barrier. I just want to pray in this moment that that breaks and drops. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, there's, I'm not quite sure how to explain it, but it's, it's almost the place I can't reach on my back. Like if, if you put your hand down your back from the top or try to come up the other way, there's the part on your spine there. I think somebody's got, uh, I don't know whether it's something along the spine, a disc or something like that. I can almost feel it in myself that um, if, if, if that's you and you're struggling with that part of your spine, even a, I don't know whether it's like a curvature of it, I just believe the Lord would want to heal that. Same with, um, it's, it's like around the back of your right leg behind the knee. Um, there's some, I just believe there might be somebody here with um, like m muscle damage to that or pain around there. I just sense that maybe somebody is struggling with um, confusion as well it's like you just constantly feel like you're in a state of confusion I don't know if that's a, a spiritual thing or a physical thing sense as well uh, there's, there's a few people here that you just have a longing in your heart to see Jesus more than you currently are to have your eyes open to his presence for him to speak to you and speak with you in ways that has, has felt that there's a barrier and a, a, a dullness to it. I just Almost as a picture, I can just see brightness and light just shining rapidly over your eyes now. Just For some of you, I think there may even be a physical sensation that even as I'm saying that will come that you just feel a, a, a fluttering of your eyelids or you just sense something going on with your eyes now. I just want to encourage you to respond to that. Thank you, God. So we say again, come Holy Spirit, come and have your way among us. Holy Spirit, we say yes to you. We give you our yes. 
So we're going to make some space to respond now. I know many of you will be responding where you are in your hearts right now, but I just actually want to say, um, let's give our yes by just actually coming out, just taking that step and just coming out and responding. The band will just play quietly in the background. And while everyone's standing, it's a good time to kind of slip out of your slip out of your rows. But just do, just just let's give our yes again. Some of you, I think you you responding to some of the specific things that were said. If that is you, as somebody comes and prays with you, it might just be helpful you mention that so that they can pray directly into that. We're going to need a lot of people to pray. So if you are in a small group in the life of the church, we would love you to come and stand alongside these men and women. Just ask that um, men pray with men, women pray with women. Keep your eyes open as you're praying. Watch what the Holy Spirit's doing. Thanks for listening. To find out more, head to manchestervineyard.org or follow the link in the podcast description.